Welcome to Do It For The Process, a podcast for artists, creatives, and those who are creatively curious. This podcast explores the intersection between art and business, and we may just discover that they're not actually that different. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist, mother, educator, and founder of the hashtag Do It For The Process. I know firsthand the joys and the struggles that come from being a working creative, and I'm here to shed some light and hope on your path. You are not alone in this. Hey, hey, welcome to Instagram for Artists Part 2. This episode will get even more nerdy than the last one. Let me just warn you, the last one was a little bit more ideas focused, a little bit more, you know, psychological, philosophical, all the beautiful things. But this one will be a little bit more focused on how to do Instagram in a way that makes sense for your business, your creative business, your artistic business, how to find your flow, how to find your rhythm on the platform. Um, I highly recommend that if you have not downloaded the PDF, stop right now, go do that. You can find it at emilyjeffords.com forward slash podcast downloads emilyjeffords.com forward slash podcast downloads. It'll be helpful. I promise. And it's pretty. I love pretty PDFs. All right, let's dive in. Before we start, I'm going to tell you about my new course. Once again, making artwork. I'm reiterating this so much because I feel that it's needed in the creative community. I see so many young artists that have such skill and such talent, but no business acumen, no direction, no idea of where to focus their energy or to focus their resources, their creative, financial, emotional, energy resources. These things matter in the success of your business. And if you want to go far, you need to know where to point your energies. That's the focus of this course. I'll give you all the tools, all the resources you need for you to just dive in and make a beautiful life for yourself, make a beautiful business and a beautiful impact on the world. I'm super excited about it. Go to emilyjeffords.com forward slash making artwork. And you can sign up to be one of the first to be notified when more information is available and when it launches, which I am so excited about. It'll be quite soon. All right, let's get in for real, for real. Here we go. Instagram for artists and creatives part two. In the beautiful PDF that I have, that you now have in your hands, I hope, or on your screen, you're going to see a slide that says, free your mind, have a plan. It's about halfway through the PDF, page nine out of 18. You guys, free your mind. In order to free your mind, you have to have a plan. This is true in business. This is true in life. This is true on Instagram. Instagram should become automatic. Instagram should not be something that takes a lot of your time, a lot of your emotional and creative energy. It should be something that you can devote solid chunks of energy to, and then you can forget about it for a week or for nine or 10 days or for an entire month. My husband wants me to forget about it for an entire year. I am not that organized. I love that idea. I love that concept. There's no way I can plan that far in advance. So for me, I like to plan about either um, one or two weeks in advance. I like to have the content ready to go for one or two weeks at a time. That gives me so much emotional freedom, so much mental freedom. Instagram should not take all of your time. Okay, that was totally a side note. That is not in the PDF necessarily. 
but I wanted to say it because I want to free you to focus on what you should focus on, which is creating good work and connecting with your audience and connecting with your, your buyers and customer service and mailing and, you know, just being a well-rounded business owner who's not focused hundred percent on Instagram. One way you can help yourself in this, in this goal is to clarify your purpose. Why do you post photos on Instagram specifically and anywhere really, but we'll talk about Instagram. Why do you share content? Why do you create content? What are you trying to say? What is your mission? What is your goal? What is your purpose on this platform? Choose some themes, choose some things that are going to be your hills to die on. I hate that metaphor. That's so tragic. Oh my gosh. Choose the the stakes that you want to put in the ground, the things that you're going to claim as your mission, as your passions, as your, the things that you're going to show up on behalf of. So let me share mine with you. That might be helpful. My, my four, well, I guess my three main, um, my three main themes that I want to be transcendent throughout my Instagram account are artwork, of course, do it for the process, motherhood plus creativity, And I guess there are four. So the creative lifestyle would be my fourth. So how do I want to encourage other people to live? How do I want to show that I live? Um, This would include things like my home, um, creative retreats, travel, things like that. So it kind of, you can see these things filter through my feed. So one post will be about artwork. The next will be about do it with a process. So something that's more, you know, hands-on or studio oriented or a flat lay, something along those lines with, with the copy will be focused on do it for the process. One will be lifestyle or inspiration or travel or retreats or something along those lines. One will be an announcement. So letting people know what's coming, um, a teaser for something, letting people stay in the loop, get excited for something that's on the horizon. The next will be motherhood plus creativity. So this one's pretty niche. I'm not focused on motherhood. I don't want to talk about potty training or raising a teenager or anything like that. I want to talk about the intersection of motherhood and creativity. So how can you retain your creative outlet and be a full-time parent or a part-time parent, whatever it may be. And then the last, you know, if, if you're looking at a, at a grid of six images, the last one might be an ad or a sale or a call to action, like join my mailing list, subscribe to the podcast, whatever it may be. Something that is more a request of my audience. So I like to have five, well, I guess four posts that are just give, give, give. One that's an announcement, which I think is a give because people want to see, you know, what's coming, what's happening, what can they get excited about. And then one that's an ask or a request or a call to action of some sort. So choose two to six themes that you want your feed to be about. They could be um, your pet plus your paintings. They could be about your child plus your pottery plus travel. It could be travel plus slow living plus cooking. Whatever your things may be, outline those so that you have a recipe to follow. You have a you have a system that's in place. You can just go through these these you know four to six things, two to six things, whatever it may be, and you don't have to think about it too much. All right, got that. So the first point is to clarify your purpose, choose your themes. That's homework assignment number one. All right, next, let's go on. Find your flow. So use your themes as a guide. And then as you post, just filter through those themes, filter through those 
those items that you've chosen to be your theme, your passion, your, the focus of your Instagram account. This takes away so much anxiety. When you go to post, you know what you should post next. You could probably have a library of images to pull from, or you can find something beautiful in front of you and you can relate your copy to that theme, to that post, to whatever it should be. Easy peasy, nothing to worry about. You have it already pre-formulated. You don't have to think about it. You just have to do it. In this same category, the same thought, your top nine. Your top nine is such an important part of your Instagram feed because when a new visitor comes to your feed, comes to your account, they're going to see your top six to nine photos. They're going to see them as a grid, as a gallery, all relating together, all working in harmony together. And those images should, at a glance, share what you are about. Those images should say, oh yeah, she's obviously a mother who's creative, who has a creative lifestyle and loves beauty. Those are my things. Whatever your things are, they should be very obvious, very clear within one glance. You have maybe two seconds to convey this. It's just the hard truth of the in, like the internet, the, the online world. Everything moves so fast. Everything is so quick. You have one to two seconds to convey what you're about and to convince someone to stick around. So this is your portfolio. This is your, your beautifully curated magazine. Make it very editorial. Think about how these things fit together. Think about your color story, your visual story, your aesthetic. Um, convince someone with a glance that they should click follow. I'm sure we've all done this. We've all visited accounts. We're like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And it's so consistent. And it's so, it has a, it has a perspective. It has something that it's saying. And you follow before you even begin reading the person's copy because it's just so engaging and so well done that you want to stick around. You want to see what else they have to offer. And this also speaks to the idea that if you get new followers, if you have one or 10 or 20 new people following you, they're trusting you. They're trusting you with a, a little bit of real estate on their phone. They're trusting you with their time, with their energy. It may seem very, very small and very meaningless to just follow somebody, but it's not. We, we follow very hesitantly these days. I know that I do and many, many of my friends that I've talked to about this, we follow very hesitantly. So if someone is choosing to follow you, they're choosing to vote for you. They're choosing to watch your journey unfold, which is a huge vote of confidence and very, very special. So convince them that, that your journey is beautiful and your journey is consistent and you're showing up and that you're being an engaged person in this platform, in this community, and that it's going to be a special place for them to follow. All right. Another way that you can find your flow between, you know, the various forms of Instagram. So first of all, let's talk about, let's talk about the different platforms on Instagram itself. You have your Instagram feed, which is where you see all the posts for everyone that you follow, all the beautiful imagery that you've chosen to engage with from strangers, from friends, whatever it may be. Then you have your Instagram profile, which is your personal account where you can see the images that you've posted. So you can see the top nine images, you can scroll through and see your history of images. And then you have the Instagram post itself. So when you click on an image, you see the image a little bit larger, you see the text underneath it, you can see the engagement, the comments, all that kind of stuff. That's the Instagram post. 
And then you can hop over to the Instagram stories, which is a whole nother platform. In my opinion, they are two separate platforms. You have your Instagram posts and you have your Instagram stories. And then you can have IGTV, which is a little bit longer form video, vertical. Um, honestly, it's a great place to be present because it's not that popular yet. It's not, it's not too crowded. I mean, I, I follow 500 ish people and I probably have three people posting an Instagram IGTV each day. So that's amazing. If you can get into that scene, then you'll have a lot of, a lot of eyes on your, on your content, which is awesome. And lastly, we have the highlights. So this is Instagram stories that are now highlights. You've saved them to be longer than 24 hours because Instagram stories go away after 24 hours, which is part of their charm, part of their, their magic. But if you make it a highlight, then it will stick around for as long as, as you have it up there. So. Those are the parts of Instagram that I want you to be aware of. The more connections you can create between the different platforms, between the different sections of Instagram, the better. Continue drawing your visitors around. When you post on Instagram stories, tease your last Instagram post. When you post on your Instagram, you know, your actual feed, um, then mention your Instagram stories. Continue just creating webs, creating connections to draw your visitors further and further into your feed. One of my favorite ways to do this is to mention a previous post. So let's say that I talk about do it for the process. I can mention what I said last week or yesterday or two days ago. And I can be like, hey, when I posted that photo of my hands holding paintbrushes, I mentioned this. I want to build upon that in this conversation, in this new post. So you encourage people to go back and check out your older content as well, because that content is so good and so beautiful. I think it's a shame that it only lasts for, you know, two or three days and we don't re, um, reutilize it because it is so, so beautiful. So find ways to cross promote, find ways to, to share amongst yourself, your own content, um, and encourage your visitors to really dig in and, and see what you have to offer. All right, let's talk about irresistibility everyone wants it. It's the golden ticket on Instagram. If you can create an irresistible account, you can do anything. It's magic. Now your account won't be irresistible to everybody because you're going to hopefully have a niche of people that really love what you're offering and that really resonate with what you're saying. So how do you meet those people? How do you make yourself irresistible to them? First of all, like we talked about last in the last episode in part one, be you, be authentic, be unique. There is no reason to follow someone if they look like everyone else. Be, be interesting, be special. Find the things that make your work special, that make your, your presence on Instagram special and lean into that as hard and as authentically and as beautifully as you possibly can. Okay. Now the elements of an irresistible profile are as follows. Your profile image, make sure that it is clear, beautiful, professionally shot, photographed in a beautiful way, or it's a nice, beautiful logo. Do not post a crappy photo in this space. The space is really, really important. This is your brand identity. Your Instagram posts can be, you know, of varying degrees of excellence. Hopefully they're all excellent, but I get it if some of them aren't. But your profile photo must be so, so good. Next is your bio. 
Now, this is the little bit of copy that you get to have underneath your name on Instagram, underneath your profile image. Your bio should be a brief description of who you are. Claim your title, brag on your, your wins, become a bit of a human to someone. Um, put the most relevant item first. So let's say that you want to talk about your love for the ocean and your love for your dog and you're a painter. Do not put the ocean first. Do not put your dog first. Put the fact that you're a painter first who loves the ocean and her dog. Um, same would be true for a ceramicist who has five kids and loves the color pink. I'm making th these things up, of course. Don't put the kids first. Don't put the color pink first. Put the most relevant thing first, which is your ceramics. This can be a great space to express some of your personality before anyone even reads one of your captions. It can be a great space to appear genuine and human and excited. So just play with a few different options. Find one that resonates with you and then, you know, keep it up for a little while. See how it works. Change it out if needed or if you want to, you know, play with that a little bit. Okay, the next item on your bio, on your profile, is your link. If you have a business, you absolutely need to utilize this section of your, of your account. Um, link to your website, link to your shop, link to your Etsy page, whatever it may be. Link to your Pinterest if you have no shop or no, no website. Link to something that will establish you as an expert, establish your authority in the space. If you have no desire to have a link, but you want to sell your work and you want to somehow connect with your potential buyers on Instagram, I've seen a lot of artists say something like DM for purchase or comment sold or email for available work or something along those lines. Just something that will um, offer visitors a chance to connect with you and connect with your work and your business. Okay, next in the on your profile is your story highlights. Like I said, this is a place to connect your Instagram stories um, to your, your profile and for them to live on your space for longer than 24 hours. This is a great place to put things like Q&As or recommendations or if you're building a collection of work to put teasers for that collection. Things that naturally live in your stories that are also really, really beautiful content. Find ways to group those and to put them on your Instagram story highlights. This might be a great place to reiterate your top themes, your two to six themes that we um, established at the very, very beginning of the episode. Find ways to reiterate those topics in your Instagram stories, making it so obvious to a stranger who you're about, what you're about, why you're showing up in the space, and what are the themes for your account. So for instance, someone came to my account and they saw painting, motherhood, travel, they would instantly know what are the themes for my account? What, why am I showing up here? What can they expect to see from me? Those are kind of really easy telltale signs. So the last element of an irresistible profile is a quickly recognizable aesthetic. This goes back to the top nine concept of having a consistent aesthetic between your images. So do you want your audience to see something very clean and orderly, or are you a little bit more organic and authentic in your, in your posts? I don't want to say messy because that's not what I mean. I really do mean like, you know, some people have very minimalistic themes. They have, you know, one pencil on top of a pink piece of paper and that's it. And they post the same similar content over and over and over again. And they have a ton of followers because they're so consistent. 
But if that doesn't bring you life, then don't do that. Post whatever brings you the most joy. Um, But your audience will get a sense for who you are, for what you're sharing, for your aesthetic, for your vision in a glance, because your Instagram feed will share that. So in full transparency, one of the things that I do not do very well is I do not share a consistent aesthetic on my Instagram account. If you go to my account, um, Emily underscore Jeffords, you'll see that I post quite a few different aesthetics. I post, you know, some lifestyle shots. I post some paintings. I post some close-ups, some faraway shots, some detailed shots, some busy shots, some calm shots. It's a really big array of aesthetics. Um, And honestly, that's not helping my Instagram growth. If I wanted to grow my Instagram account quickly and effectively, not effectively, that's the wrong word. If I wanted to grow quickly, I'll just leave it at that. Very, very quickly. If I were to post the same aesthetic every day or every other day, maybe I have two different aesthetics. That is a sure way to get followers because it's very trustworthy. It's very easy to comprehend very, very quickly. And people love to have that easy um, comprehension. They love to have that that easy buy-in. So honestly, if I wanted to get a lot of new followers quickly, I should hone down what I, what I post. I should, um, maybe be a little bit more editorial about that, but I like what I post. It makes me happy. And the images, they just, they bring me joy. So it's fine. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about Instagram stories. This is a whole separate platform. This is different than Instagram. I want you to kind of think about that. They're both in the same app. They both are in the same company umbrella, but they're very, very different platforms. Now, the benefit of Instagram stories is this is a great place for your audience, your followers to get to know you better. This is not a place to meet new followers necessarily, unless you use hashtags in your Instagram stories or you geotag certain things. But for the most part, it's not a great place to meet new people. This is a great place to deepen the connection that your audience already has with you and to become really likable, really trustworthy, and really known by your audience. All right, some quick tips to make your Instagram stories really dynamic and wonderful. First, show up as both a business and as a person. I'm especially speaking to those of you who are business owners who represent your business on Instagram. Instagram stories are a great place to add the human behind the business. Next, add some video content to your business. I know that video can be nerve wracking and uncomfortable and scary, but Instagram stories are a very easy place to begin adding this content to your business. Very low stress, very low pressure. You can just hold up your phone and take a video. It doesn't have to be terribly complex. It doesn't have to have a lot of equipment. It's so easy, so effortless. And video is so dynamic in your business strategy that just do it. It's it's so worth it. It's so, so worth it. The next tip is to get valuable feedback from your followers. I mean, market research has never been easier, especially market research that's from people that are dedicated to you, that are following you, that are invested in your success. Oh my gosh, this is so valuable. So I'd recommend 
asking questions. If you have, you know, let's say that you want to offer a new product, give your audience, you know, three options. Let them pick the one that actually ends up in the collection. Maybe you want to choose a new brand identity. Give your audience, you know, logo options. Which one do you guys like best? You're going to get a wide variety of responses. So you can always go with your gut. You don't have to do what they say, but it gives your audience a great space to engage with you, to make decisions with you, to give you feedback on things you're working on. Um, keep this, you know, be careful. You don't want to have a lot of voices in your head when you're doing something very delicate or um, very creative or something that's very personal like perhaps painting. You don't want to give your audience a whole lot of options when you're doing your creative work. But if you feel good about it, this is a great place to get some feedback and to get some interaction and everyone thinks it's fun. So go for it. Make your stories entertaining. So use the fun features. Use the the GIFs or the GIFs, whatever you want to say. Use the questions, use the votes, use the scrolls and all the ways that you can engage with your audience. Make sure that you're making your, your content enjoyable to listen to and to watch. Open up the conversation. So stories often lead to DMs or to little comment boxes or to just feedback in general. Um, DMs are a really, really, really good way to actually make deep connection with your audience, to let them feel like they are heard, they are seen, they are valued. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really great place to meet people and to have a conversation that's in a public space, but very private, which feels really accessible and really special. Your stories are a really good way to create space for community. And what I mean, what I mean by that is your post can often be a bit static and a bit um, perfect. Your stories are a great place to open the door a little further to say, hey, come on in. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm making. Here's what I'm thinking and feeling. I'm here for you. I'm creating for you. I'm creating or I'm, you know, I'm doing this work for us. So come on in, like make it open your arms a little wider on your stories. Let people see a little bit more, um, talk to them, be a community member with them, be their leader, be their guide. And more importantly, be their friend. People trust their friends. And the more you can appear friendly and relatable and wonderful, the better. Next, tell a good story on your Instagram stories. So let your audience follow the arc of something. We talked about storytelling in the first episode, the first um, Instagram for creatives part one in psychology. Yeah, Instagram stories are the perfect place to do this. The perfect way to let your audience follow something through, to see something evolve and complete in hopefully a good way, but maybe in a bad way, who knows? Um... Yeah, take people on a ride. Take them for a little journey with you. Because I recommend doing video, I recommend talking to the camera, I recommend showing your face on video. It's very important. It's not scary. It's actually a lot of fun. But when you do that, when you post video specifically, include text over the video because most people do not have their audio on. I think it's like 60% don't have their audio turned on. That's always changing. Who knows what the new number is? But I know that a lot of people listen in silence. Um, I know I often do because I'm, I'm feeding a baby or I'm, you know, doing something quietly, watching TV or whatever. I don't want to have the audio on all the time, but I do want to know what's happening. So having a bit of a caption, having little, a little text overlay is really helpful. 
Diversify the type of content that you share. So maybe you share, you know, a string of 10 Instagram story posts. You share one graphic, you share a video, you share another video, you share a photo, a boomerang, another graphic, another video, another photo. So just kind of shake up what you're sharing. That way it's something interesting to watch. You're entertaining your audience because they don't know what's coming next. They don't know what you're going to share next. I mean, we've all seen people sharing like, you know, 10 to 20 um, videos of them just talking to the camera. And it's pretty much guaranteed that you're not going to watch all of those. But you might watch 10, you know, 10 videos of someone talking to the camera if it's broken up with with graphics or with a photo or with text. If there's something to break up the monotony of just one one content type. All right. And the last tip I'm going to give for today is to go live. Do it at least once and just try it. It's worth it. Going live is such a generous act of community and of vulnerability and of bravery. Um, And your audience is going to be so thankful and so resonant with that. When you, when you go live, you're opening yourself up to any kind of question, any kind of comment, but you're still in charge. You can still choose not to answer some things. Have a pre-scripted response that you're going to say if someone asks you something that you don't want to answer. Just be like, hey, that's not the topic of this conversation, but thank you for asking. Or I would love to answer that. I'll, I'll answer you in um, an email or in whatever it may be. Some, some questions you're going to get just are not appropriate to answer publicly or in this format. So just have something that you already have in your mind that you're going to say in that case. Most comments and questions you get on Instagram Live are going to be very, very appropriate, very joyful, very happy, um, you know, good questions. You're going to love it. All right, let's get nerdy for one second. I'm going to share a bit of truth with you guys that might might make Instagram stories more appealing. Instagram stories are an easy way to to convince the algorithm that your followers want to follow you, that they want to see your content, that they want to engage with you, especially as you encourage engagement within the actual Instagram story posts. So the more you can encourage things like direct messages, replies to polls, replies to your questions, um, even something as, as little as, you know, that little scroll that you can you can um, ask for engagement, like, how beautiful is this? Scroll all the way this way to make it the most beautiful. You know what I'm talking about, right? If not, go look on your go look on your app and you'll see. Um, anyways, the more you can encourage just the easiest form of interaction on your Instagram stories, the more the algorithm will value your content in the Instagram feed itself, which is what we're all after in this entire thing, right? So it's very valuable. It's worth your energy, worth the effort. And it's just, it's just plain fun. So enjoy it. Enjoy that process. It's much more lighthearted. It's much more carefree than the Instagram post itself. Have fun with it. Just make it, you know, make it you. Even though this is your profile, these are your stories, this is your account, remember that your Instagram is not about you. Your Instagram is about your community. It is a space for you to open up, to share your work with your audience, to open up your studio, to open up your arms, to show up for your audience. Earlier in the in the first episode, um, Instagram for Artists and Creatives Part 1, I said that the only reason anyone follows you is because you are unique and you have a perspective that is interesting. 
But I want to add this very, very needed and very powerful thought. Your audience is following you because you bring them value, because you bring them joy or meaning or perspective or mirth or depth or good recipes or pretty paintings or cute kids, whatever your thing is, you're bringing them value. You're adding value to their life by showing up. So lean into that, be valuable, be someone that brings a lot of clarity and a lot of beauty to the, to the uh, online world. Let's talk through a few ways to make this happen. So ways to bring value, create and share amazing work. Of course, of course, this is, this is the, the pinnacle of what you should be doing on Instagram. Share amazing photos. Um, the value of doing this is you'll awaken something in the viewer. You'll offer them something new, offer them a chance to collect your work or to buy what you make or to hire you or whatever it may be. Um, you help them to create a more meaningful and aesthetically pleasing environment. If you're an artist, your value is that you change ugly rooms into pretty rooms. If you are a ceramicist, you change ugly flatware into beautiful flatware. By flatware, I do mean like plates and bowls, not silverware. I think that might be the wrong term, but you know what I mean. If you are a, a songwriter, you're changing dead silence into something emotional and spiritual and beautiful. So really understand the value of what you're doing and offer that to your audience. Offer that chance for them to buy into what you're doing, to really fall in love with it and to support you in this work. Let them look good by associating with you. Yes, this is 100% real. Let your audience look good because they're following you. You have to be so good, so pure, so cool, so authentic, so you that to associate with you is admirable and something that they can talk about. They can, you know, drop your name. They can say, oh, well, look what so-and-so did this week. Or, oh my gosh, I was following so-and-so. Or, oh my goodness, so-and-so shared this and I loved it and I think you would like it too. The more you can look, um, or the more that you can let your audience look really knowledgeable and beautiful and aspiring because they're associating with you, the better. The next way you can add value to someone's life is by entertaining them. This is so simple, but Instagram is a space to leave normal life. It is a space to forget about what's happening in your day-to-day -day grind and to enter someone else's reality for a moment. But we all know that it's not reality. It's, it's idealized reality. We talked about this last time, but entertaining someone is just such a beautiful way to take them out of their world and to lighten their load a little bit, take away some of their burden by refreshing their mind, refreshing their soul in whatever way that speaks to you, whatever way you feel most comfortable doing that, lean into it and do it with, you know, with some, with some finesse and some, some beauty. The third way is to share your process. This has the multi-layered benefit of being both entertaining and educational and inspiring. By sharing your process, you're not devaluing your work. You're bringing your work more value because you're showing that you are an authority. You're showing that you are an expert, that you know what you're doing, that you are dedicated, that you work so hard. You show up day after day. It leads to a lot of admiration and a lot of inspiration for your audience. So, so valuable. 
All right, the fourth way is to allow others to support you. Now, this is something that a lot of us want to have happen, but we don't love to ask for. And I totally get that. But know that your audience wants to cheer for you. They want to be on your side. The only reason they follow you is because they like you and because they are into what you're doing. So let them be generous. Let them, you know, purchase your stuff. Let them share your content. Let them give you feedback. Let them just be on your side. All right. The fifth way to bring value is to remove obstacles. So remove obstacles from their life by teaching, by informing, by instructing, by inspiring or advising. Find the pain points that your audience frequently experiences and find ways to remove those pain points. Number six is so simple, but be a friend and a nice person. Number seven is offer hope. Number eight is to answer questions. People love to ask questions. And you can answer questions that are actually asked or questions that you perceive should be asked. You can do both for sure. All right, are we up to number nine? Yes, number nine. Awaken something new in others by sharing yourself, your thoughts, and your vision. So again, project the world that you want to live in. Make it reality. Even if it's only on Instagram, even if it's only, you know, in these little squares that we're all sharing, project your vision into the world and it will become reality slowly but surely. And it might be very slow, but the more you can awaken new things in your audience, the more you can teach them that it's okay to dream big. It's okay to have beauty. It's okay to live a beautiful life. You're allowed to because I'm doing it. So therefore you can do it too really, really powerful, very subtle way to use Instagram, but I think it's the most important way to use Instagram. And number nine, 10, I'm not sure. (laughs) Encourage, uh, encourage people, people, you know, we are all really, really hard on ourselves. We're all, um, you know, dealing with a lot. We're all humans. We're all adults that comes with a lot of baggage, a lot of hardship, So the more you can lighten the load, the more you can encourage people to rise to their better self, to, you know, do their best, the better for sure. If you have other ideas, please share them with me. I know this is not exhaustive by any means whatsoever. This is a list that I made in the middle of the night. Um, Yeah. So share your ideas. I would love to hear how you bring value to your audience um, or ways that you see others bringing value to their audiences. Let's all, you know, become better at this together. And always think, how will your audience feel after seeing your posts and after reading your image? Oh my gosh, I said that backwards. How will your followers feel after seeing your image and reading your post? In that order. (laughs) What small lifestyle change do you hope that they make after engaging with your account? Now, progress is quiet and slow. I say this a lot because it is so true. What small, tiny little change do you hope that your audience makes after reading your content and seeing your images? I 100% believe in connection over growth. Connection is meaningful. Connection is deep and lasting and nourishing. Growth is wonderful and necessary, but the heart of a good Instagram account is connection. Connection allows me to grow as a person because my audience is in tune to me and my vision and my personality and my, my business. And that means that I can evolve. If I focus on growth, 
I'm kind of stuck doing the same thing that got good analytics and it got good ratings and it got, you know, good engagement. I'm stuck doing that thing over and over again. And I eventually build myself a little box that I have to post within. And I have no interest in doing that. I'm far more interested in posting things that inspire me, that bring me joy, that I think will add value to my audience and that make the world a little bit better day by day. So show up with that in mind, show up with that goal in your heart and growth will come because that is contagious, that is beautiful, and that is meaningful and deep. So use this platform wisely, use your power on it wisely, use your, your voice to speak truth into others, others' hearts and souls and minds and let's make this place more beautiful together. Thank you all for tuning in. And if you'd like to be notified about next week's episode, be sure you click subscribe in your podcast app. This podcast was brought to you by Making Art Work, my brand new upcoming three-month course and community for artists and creatives who are wanting to grow their practice into a thriving, sustainable business. You can find out more at emilyjeffords.com forward slash making artwork. Enrollment will open quite soon, so stay tuned for more information. I cannot wait to share what I have in store. As always, I would love to hear from you. If you would like to send a letter to the podcast, visit emilyjeffords.com forward slash podcast. And of course, you can find me on Instagram at emily underscore jeffords. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your followers. I will be ever in your debt if you do. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today. I would like to leave you with a benediction, but an artist benediction, because after all, this show is for artists. So may you be well, may you create good work, and may you always do it for the process. Until next week, cheers.